preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. When the country's in chaos, the roof is on fire, and everything seems like it's going south, fear not, everyone. Listen and learn as Margie Claprood saves the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Margie Claprood saves the world, but it's really the family sitting around the kitchen cabinet. The O'Neill family's all here. Let me hear from you. So why don't you, do you we think? explain, so the, for, for the fun part of it, why don't you explain um, why the family is sure. so obsessed with uh, movies and... We put out a call to all the O'Neill families, and this is one family's opinion on what the 20 greatest films the top 20. of all time. And that. When I'm talking at home in the kitchen, just the two of us, we go, could you move this along a Marge. Here we go. Playing Sorry. a sound effect. Here we go. You wouldn't believe it if I told you. Ah. But I could run like the wind blows. Ah, we all know this, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's real. day on. I was going somewhere. I was running. running. There you go. Oh, my God. Is that Tom Hanks' defining performance? Actually, that's a loaded question. Right. Forrest Gump. But yes. The best ever. Yes. Number, um... What number was he, 15? We're up to 15. Number 15 on the list, Forrest Gump. Um, who had it particularly? <laughs> I gave it a five. Kelly, you? Kelly Fallon, Kelly. get over here. Get over here. Kelly, come on over here. <laughs> Kelly, uh, Kelly gave us a six. So Kelly, came over. get over here. Um, so, come on. Kelly Fallon, my oldest daughter, my youngest Waiting daughter. For Kelly. Oh. My only daughter, Kelly Fallon. All right. Was oh, that Forrest. Forrest Gump. You put it. You gave it a number yeah. six. What? What? Tell us about this movie. Oh, she's gonna cry. Oh my god, it's my <laughs> favorite all-time movie wow. ever. No, tell, it is. Tell us. No, about that's it. great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> sure that's great. I, I'm being genuine. Oh, okay, Mike's sorry. Mike's throwing on gloves it. with me right <laughs> now. We have opposite tastes. I love Forrest Gump. No, it, it, I just you watch that movie and it's like, well, first I think it's a different kind of movie than any other movie that. I had Agreed. ever seen just like taking you through all of these iconic moments, like from the perspective of, you know, somebody that's a simple guy, a simple guy, yeah, a simple guy, um, who's yeah. not a smart What's man, this? yeah, <laughs> but he knows what love is. <laughs> stupid is that stupid does. Yeah, right, it's Janae. so great. What is there a moment that gets you? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Jen, when Jen at the is it the Lincoln Memorial? Where are they with the with the, the reflective pool? Oh yeah, pool? Yes. The, the mall in the, Washington Monument. The, yeah, of course. The mall, yep. right? And yeah. and and the, the all the vets are there, and there are mm. the crowd. Oh, Forrest, oh, and he's going Jenna? to the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he sees her, and uh huh, uh huh. That's yeah. uh, that's an instant classic moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's so like great. It's just uh, the one that gets me is when he finds out. He has a son, which is at first incredibly oh. funny because he oh, says right. his name's Forrest. His daddy's, I named him after his daddy. His daddy's name is Forrest, like me. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like right. now I named him after you, Forrest. And then he's trying to ask the question whether uh. he's dumb or smart, right? Yes. Is he? Is oh. he? He's very smart. He's the smartest one he in this class. Yeah. And then the two of them sit watching TV and they both have the same little uh, crisscross applesauce, oh, yeah. you know, Indian uh, style sitting there. So great. So sad. Yeah. And awesome. And, and then awesome. little Forrest turns to big Forrest and says, I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm mixing movies. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Well, good, tra- <laughs> good transition. Good transition. Kelly Clapper, everyone. Thank you. Da, da, da. And it's back from where some cupcakes and corn. And number f- <laughs> <laughs>
one of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. How could I possibly be expected to handle school on a day like this? This is one of the best Ferris the great Bueller's Day Off. John Hughes, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Wait a minute, Adam's in. back. He's like itching to talk about Ferris. All right. So, um, here we go. Uh, let me get rid Sorry, of the introduce there. Dave. Do what you got to do. Okay. No, no, I'm good. Adam, <laughs> yes, everybody. What, uh, you want to talk about Ferris? Sorry, I was moving cars. Number 14. Number 14, so, Ferris Bueller. Uh, I think of Jonas Jusko when I think of this movie. So, <laughs> like you do. Oh. Uh, and one of the one of the beauties of huh. John Hughes uh, is exhibited in that scene that you were just playing. Ferris gets up. He realizes he cannot be at school on a day like this. He opens up the blinds, and the camera gets just gets a shot of like two clouds. Right. And yeah. they're just scattered <laughs> clouds. These yeah. two perfect little clouds. Yeah. And in that moment, you get a gist of, kind of, of, of his filmmaking and his quirkiness and the way that he was able to encapsulate a mood in one shot or one line or one character. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonas, that one's for you. Buddy. All right. All right. Jonas, man. sorry you couldn't be with us. Also, sorry, sorry you didn't bother. This is a lie for everybody listening. And not to he's mention, fine. He's breathing and he's very healthy. As far as we know, as far he as just we know. didn't no, make it to the podcast. We as love far Jonas. As, and jo- John Hughes, his effect on our generation, his his impact oh, yeah. oh, on God, our generation, yeah. um, extends to this day. In that, all the movies, all the teen movies that are made these days, are just trying to to be John Hughes movies in their arc, in their dialogue, in the way that they they move. Yeah. Uh, their well, you could argue all yes. of the uh, Dawson's Creek era TV shows were trying to do the same thing, right? Like, um, <laughs> like Dawson's Creek. So you're just going to drink directly out of right the Maker's of Mark bottle, Maker's right? Maker's Mark. <laughs> but I have Jim to Morrison, say, everybody. I right. love our family. Right. No, 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 no. Well, not only do we love our family, everybody is within Francisco. walking distance. That's what I said. We have the yeah. O'Neill compound. Yes. All renters. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, those are very good. But I think Jenny O'Neill didn't you didn't you have Ferris Bueller kind of high? Did you honey? Let's see. Yeah, she had over that. Get get Jenny O'Neill on the microphone. Jenny, come on. Jenny gave her a super uh, gave us a super vote number six. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, Ferris Bueller crossed over at least three generations of people that loved it. Uh, People who were relating to every one of the the teachers. I'm delighted that this uh, Jenny's generation digs it. So tell us. Tell us why. Ferris Bueller. Because Jenny is 12 for anyone well, who She can answer for herself. She's an adult. <laughs> I'm not 12. Go, Jenny. I sound 12, but I'm not. She just, I'm pretty sure we just celebrated her graduate degree. Yes, so we did. Go ahead, Jenny. Yeah. Literally. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like, he's the high school kid that I could never be. Like, uh, that I wish I could be. Who just, you know. None of us could. That's true. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> no, it's true. He was cool. Everything worked out for him. It did. Yeah. yeah. Even though it shouldn't have. It did. Right. Um, but I... Everything about that movie, like the music, him talking to the camera, breaking the third wall, like right. everything yes. about that, it just seems so personal. Um, just from the beginning when he wakes up and he fakes being sick and he teaches you how to fake being yeah. sick, licking your palms and everything. Yep. Like it was like you were learning Climbing stuff from palms. him, but also learning. If I go for another sick day, I might have to barf I up might a have lung. To barf up a lung. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jenny, that's a great point. Can you think of a movie prior to that where the main character talked to the camera? 
Annie Hall. Very, who said that? Matt Yes. Matt, Thank you. Matt Yes. Matt Yes, whose microphone has been removed from him. That was on um, the list, though, right? Annie Hall was? Annie Hall. Yeah, well, that was... Annie Hall. And, and true. That's right. No, he, he that did, around. He, everyone's list. He, he definitely did it. Yes, Annie Hall is in the mix. Relax, everybody. But um, uh, yes. but that was just one or two scenes here or there, right? Ferris made it more of a thing. Well, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. They both did it. For me, it did. But wait, okay. but didn't, weren't all of Woody Allen's movies, didn't he uh, talk to the camera on every one of his no. movies? No, Matt, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt is Matt's referring. Going, oh, no. no. Marge, you <laughs> ignorant slut. No. No. <laughs> no, never. Wait. <laughs> just saying, that's right. Yep. Yeah, he's right. You ignore uh, Yeah, he. Yeah, he. he may, maybe. No, he he's done the departure go, no, from reality <laughs> thing, right? In yeah. Terry Shandling's show. Yeah, but that came after Ferris. He didn't did it. it. Yeah. He right, did it. Should we move on? Kelly, Google that for me. <laughs> Here we, we go. Moving, moving on. All right, moving on. Chris is giving us the go ahead sign. Number fourteen. We're up to number 13. As number 13. Fact. You are a coward, son of a bitch! I'm waiting. Um, yeah. Listen up. What's pulling me up to right now? Oh. What, what, what's it up to? We know. Wait, what is it? Uh, $300? Is that it? Yeah. $300? I'm a school teacher. Forrest Gump goes to war. Oh, there's no mic again. Sorry, my fault. No, it's just low. I know. I teach English composition. Let it, let it marinate. This little town called Adley, Pennsylvania. In the last 11 years, I've been at Thomas Alva Edison High School. It is. I was a coach of the baseball team in the springtime. We're whispering. There we go. Oh, there we go. Are we back? I tell people what I do. We're canoodling. We're allowed to canoodle. There we go. This is, no, a, this is World War II. Right. It's no time to make jokes. All right. Say, uh, from we Steven Spielberg, of course, Saving Private Ryan. Of course. I don't have a year on yeah. me. Of course, starring me. Tom Hanks, Tom Sizemore, Matt Damon, uh, of, uh, Ed Burns. Ed Burns. Thank you. you um, who's you the action, the bald action star? Whose name is Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel? Yes. Uh, the Jewish kid. That's right. Uh, Adam. Right. Adam uh, Goldberg. Right. What's his name? Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. Is that his name? Yeah. Cameo okay. by Ted Danson. Ted Very Danson. good, Mikey. Yes. And um, yes. Gi- Giamatti. Yeah, is, is Paul Giamatti. There? What a movie. What I mean, I mean, let's see, let's see. Uh, did you have it high up there, Mikey? Nobody actually put a six for this movie, no. but everybody like had major yeah. respect for it. It's got to be a five um, on my list. I, okay, yeah, I I loved it. It's an epic. I will watch it every time it's on. Um, of course, the first scene is one of the most disturbing scenes in movie history, mm. and yet to me strikes the right tone. You didn't want to sugarcoat the you know our soldiers storming the beaches of Normandy and just. Just terror and limbs falling off, mm-hmm. and poor kids more frightened than they'd ever been in their lives. Um, and then, and there's hope. There's this like string of hope mm-hmm. that maybe, as Tom Sizemore says, he Tom Sizemore the who there's a law in Massachusetts. And excuse me, there's a law in the United States that says any movie that's made must feature. Uh, Tom Sizemore. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that, right? So if they're shooting two at the same time, they fly him back on a helicopter back and forth. There you go. Um, but, but he says to Tom Hanks, the Tom Hanks character, you know, I don't know, maybe um, maybe Saving Private Ryan, <laughs> title relevance, maybe Saving Private Ryan will be, you know, the only like good thing we pull out of this shitstorm or whatever they say. And it's just, and it's just cool. And then poor Matt Damon, um, you know, has to live his whole life with this <laughs> burden of, of Hanks dying at there, you right. know, at the bridge and Sizemore dying. But it was also, oh, am awesome. I right that it was also something, again, that was one of the um, multi-generational favorites because so many veterans, those that were like in their 90s and so many young people 
yeah. uh, today related to that movie because they said it was real. They said it was one of the few uh, war movies made that actually depicted it the way that it, they remember yeah. it. Especially right. the first scene, I Especially guess. Especially yeah. that first yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the movie in the theater and walking into the bathroom after the movie was over and feeling the... I, peop, there were men sort of on, like with their hands on their knees. <coughs> I'm not crying. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, take, take another swig of the whiskey. Adam has. He's, he's actually recreating. Every, the the last three times I looked over, Adam has been drinking from a, a straight from the bottle of Maker's Mark, then chopping <laughs> on corn on the cob, and now uh, casually sipping from a cup. A lot of socializing yes. today. I didn't yeah. have much time to. No, to that's eat. good. You're taking um, care of things. Go ahead. So there were there were people that were that were visibly affected. Men of yeah. all ages, no doubt, yeah. In, yes. that, that that seemed to be gathering in the restroom of all places, but <laughs> they were waiting. They, they had waited. All, it was a long movie, <laughs> but they were they had their hands on their knees. They Combination, were sho- right. so they bladder were shaking pressure. their heads. I, I said, "Excuse me, I just need to go." To and they they're just there. There was a, a gravity to that movie that I hadn't felt at the movie theater prior to seeing Saving mm-hmm. Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in the way that it was shot. It was. Um, I mean, everything about it was made you feel as though you had just stormed the beach at Normandy. Yeah, and so so many details, like the Barry Pepper character, who he's an actor, he's one of these guys that you see in things. He played the guy who was adept at uh, shooting. He was a sniper. Um, Some may remember him as the Roger Maris character in the Billy Crystal movie '61 about the Yankees and. 1961. All right, if anyone had actually seen that movie, it's a good movie. Come on. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> anyway, he's in other things too, but um, but that you, like he's one of the characters no, really, you come to love, and then script. spoiler alert, final scene. Yeah. He he loses. He suddenly and inexplicably is trying to pray and shoot at the same time, and just loses his ability to shoot. And uh, a Nazi tank uh, spins around and just blows him from the perch and just blows him to smithereens. And it's just every time one of the main characters dies, when the Adam Goldberg character gets slowly stabbed in the heart, right. it just kills you. No, that's Man, is that his name? Adam Goldberg? Is that yes. that actor's right. name? Okay, I feel right. like I'm saying it. No, that's the okay. scene yeah. that I can't watch. Yeah. I can't watch again that when Adam Goldberg gets stabbed because yeah. of Oppum's inability to come save him. Yeah. I, I have to fast forward through it every time because it's such a horrible scene it to is. watch. Yeah. It's literally a slow yeah. death. Yeah. Um, Disturbing. And, Why and is Oppum, it the, the coward, the coward, yeah. um, the young kid who ends up surviving and then doing those horrible Verizon ads later, I think, <laughs> or whatever. It's. Pain in the ass. Was it Verizon? Your mind, the way your mind works, he did ask David. For it's just, yeah, up the way they Yeah, and the Nazi soldier walks right yeah. by him and doesn't yes. kill him because he looks at him like, You're so pathetic, I don't need to kill you. Yes. You're probably only helping us. <laughs> anyway, no, that's what happened. Any other thoughts on Saving Private Ryan? Ladies and gentlemen, you can get all of these little postscripts with a dr- diagram of yes. how they all connect, connecting all Ooh, of they the do dots. connect. That's yes. the Kevin Bacon podcast 617. Six degrees. There's a freaking Sign over there. I know. Pod six one seven dot com. Here we go. Moving on, says Chris. It's all right, Chris. I'm moving on. That's what moving on to the last movie. Here we go. All right, we are. Here we are. We're up to number 12. Sure? Up to number 12. Listen up, listen up. Here comes your hand. Here we go. Rocky one, I hope. Yeah. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Yeah. Rocky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mom. Very good. Mr. Mom. Yes. Do the kids' room. All about Eve? No. 
Okay. Rocky, uh, written, <laughs> written, directed, starring Sylvester Stallone. How many of you were mistaken. old enough to no, remember? He wrote it. He wrote it. He, didn't he wrote it. it. Did not direct. Who directed it? Well, why don't you come? John I can't. Oh, really? Okay. Matt Yaz knew who directed it. Many, most people. Whoa. No, Same guy who directed Rocky directed Karate Kid. Correct. Is that right? <gasps> That's great trivia. Stop the presses. Anyway, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who, who would like to talk about Rocky? So I just wanted ahead, to Marge. say, I think I'm the only one probably that saw Sylvester Stallone in one of his first appearances. That porn movie? Johnny Carson, I believe. Was it Johnny Carson? Like what on the Johnny it? Carson show? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure. But and he was talking about, yeah. why would you hold out? So-and-so said that they would uh, do this movie that you wrote, but you, you're not a proven actor. Why didn't you just let so-and-so... By the right, right, star somebody else who was a big name. And he said, no, because I'm holding out because yeah. I want to own it. I want to play it. I want." And he was and, right. And he was not just right. He took a major league risk. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. He was... Um, so it was great. Rocky one, Rocky two. And that little girl. Who's that little girl that played his wife? The little girl who played his wife? Adrian! Tal- excuse me. Talia Shire. Yeah, Talia Shire was The character's name too. is Adrian. By the way, spelled the same way as my son. As your son, Adrian. She spells it the boy's way for some reason. Adrian. A-D-R-I-A-N. Every time um, it comes on, so, Chris and I watch it. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, it, it, what Mars just said, even though these We've lost the attention of the audience here, clearly. Well, because no, they're okay. having their own conversation right. about Rocky. We're the audience. Rocky. Let's go. <laughs> no, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Rocky. What? what Bert Young, go. No, what I, Bert Young is awesome. What I know about Rocky is it, it's. I know. It, it should have um, predicted an amazing career for, for Sylvester Stallone. Instead, his career became. Rocky. Uh, well, I mean. Not uh, not as endearing and poignant as Rocky. To me, that Rocky was his apex. He wrote that thing. It was it was. Well, the rest of his career was about Rocky. Yeah. Rocky two, three, four. 11, I know, 12. but everything that was great. Those movies were great and lovable and all that. But none of them um, brought the tone that Rocky one struck about a, a guy from Philadelphia who never got a break, who was going to get his one break, and by the way, didn't win the fight. Didn't win no, the fight. But he he loses. Su- and and by the way, in kids at home, if you're uh, what? if if you would, <laughs> if you, John, you believe he lost? Have you seen Over the Top, Dave? John, John he, he lost. Johnny, well, hold on, John, he lost that fight. Blah! No, seriously, he did. Blah! No, he did. He lost. He did, and John. his eyes were closed. And he did. I know, John, but oh, no, he did lose. Okay, so but anyway, um, <laughs> most great sports movies, the protagonist loses at the end. You can discuss. We can discuss that offline later if you like. But if you think about it, in what percentage of mo- well, I'm just saying uh, there are, there are plenty where they win, like the natural. But there, are p- the the to me, I like the ones where they lose. Uh, Bad News Bears, Rocky, obviously, um, and there are a bunch of others that I can't think of. Right uh, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> no, losing is a lot more entertaining oh, uh, than winning. Silver and Clapper, um, yeah, the Tom Cruise one, <laughs> all the right moves. Right, they all lose the right at moves, the end. Right. Sure, Lost. yes. Um, there's another big one I'm forgetting though. Anyway, let's anyway, move on. Great, great. Yeah, let's move on. Moving on, on. says Chris. Number let's go. Going. Come on, let's go. Going right to the next movie on the <laughs> list. What is it? Number Here we 12. Go, Dave we are up to number 11. Oh, number 11 on the O'Neill Countdown. Final tap. For those of you tuning in late, so the O'Neill Countdown. Rocky Road buckwheat. I'm a buckwheat belly buster blueberry. What kind of pancakes you want, right? Pancakes. Yeah, well, what kind? Pancakes. Of course. Of course, maple syrup is supposed to be on the table before the <clears throat> pancakes. Right? Yeah. Ta-da. 
Charlie Babbitt made a joke. Charlie Babbitt made a joke. Charlie Babbitt made a joke. So, Rain Man. Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Dustin Hoffman. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, directed by Barry Levinson. And I'm a very good driver. I'm an excellent driver. Yeah. No, I'm an excellent driver. I'm an excellent driver. So, Hey, am I keeping you guys? I know. Something? Okay, Rain We're Man. talking about Rain Man. It's I number know, eleven Larry on Levinson. our list. Loved of course, Judge Walker comes on in escalator. eleven minutes. Oh, it's so, so damn good. Back. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Dustin, counting cards. Hoffman. All right, brilliant. Best best scene. Turn no, your mic Everybody, off. best scene. That in would Rain be Man. Hank Williams Jr. Oh right, I love that. Best, best scene. Best scene. Um, best scene in Rain Man. There were so many, but best scene. I, I don't know. When he finds out he has a brother, that's really touching. Um, the one I just played, you know, at the end when he, he shares a moment with Charlie. Love that. Um, How about when the bath, bathroom? It became... What's that? Go yeah, ahead. The, the bath. bath. Yes, the bathroom. The bathroom Probably and the water the is running. One, yeah. That is, yeah. I think, the oh, best God. scene. Oh, well, That's heart-wrenching. And he starts one. running around and he says, what is it? What is it? And he says, yes. that's why he called him Rain Man. That's right. It, you know, so, go uh, ahead, Adam, you go, go ahead. No, I, I think... There's an aspect of that movie uh, when you look at Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was really good at being the arrogant guy yeah. who finds clarity at, at the, the end. end. Yes. You um, bet. And he, I think he based his early career on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so this this movie um, typifies that. It's it's him. He he's he's a mover and a shaker, and then he finds love in his brother and. He finds morality, and at the end, you have we've all learned a nice little lesson. Yes, that's right. True. Yeah. It was as much about Tom Cruise and his whole metamorphosis as it was about Rain Man. Yes. So to me, it's too, it's it's oh, almost like too close to home for me because my son has autism, and um, that at the time there were a lot of actors that did these, um, you know people with physical challenges and mental challenges and to win Oscar awards and, and, you yes. know, uh, De Niro did it in Awakenings and, um, Daniel D. Lewis and my left foot. But, right. but, um, for those of you around the table here that know Adrian, you should know that, um, this was more than a remarkable performance mm. to me. It's the, it's, yes. the, it's the greatest performance I've, I've, I've ever seen on film because if you know my son and some of his mannerisms and some yes. of the things that people with autism do, doesn't often capture them, but but also captured the fact that you can see the the person. Sorry, I know. right? The personality so, so and how true. great he is, and how amazing, right. how amazing and, is. Yep. And so, and Charlie Babbitt not only like sees it, yep, so much better than yeah. the doctors and the Agreed. people and the caretakers and whatever. Right. And yeah, there's a, a million, a million moments. The message of the the movie is that you can see these really cool things and. And people with autism, even though they might not be able <laughs> Jesus. I know, no, you're allowed you to do it. that. I'm a mess. No, you are. You're um, supposed to be a mess because okay. it's a beautiful yeah. flick about... It could be about your beautiful son. That's right. It yeah. could be. I mean, that's part of the beauty of that movie and why so many of us love it, David. Yeah. Okay. And why we love Here you, we even though and most times you're sort of a <laughs> jerk. But when you're a dad, we love you. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, no, go Anyway, ahead. great anyway. performance by Dustin Hoffman. And, yeah. um, I, and I did uh, watch it with my younger son, Griffin, once, thinking it would be such a nice, touching moment. And oh. at, at the end, where Raymond gets on the train 
and he's going back, and it's a happy ending. He's going back to the the place that he f- it, he is comfortable in. It's he's his home. Comfortable. Right. It's his and he says, "I'm going to see you in two weeks, Raymond." And he says goodbye. And so I thought, I've done such a great thing as a dad. I've shown my younger son this movie. And Griffin bursts into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, no. What did I do? I said, no, Griffin. Stop. We're not going to put Adrian on a train and all that. No. Anyway, he got it. So Rayman, number crying. 11 Good on the grief. list. Sorry I cried so much. We <sighs> move on. Go. We yeah. move on. We were well, kids, that's all the Margie you get for today. But join us next Monday on Margie Claproot Saves the World. New, fresh podcasts every week on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Tweet us at pod617. That's at pod617. Or email us at podcast617 at gmail.com. dare enter Monsterland. You may not know that some 50 miles west of Boston sits what may be one of the most diverse and comprehensive paranormal locations in the world. If you listen to the Monsterland podcast, the secrets will be revealed to you. I'm Maddie Blake, actor, TV host, and believer, and I'm fortunate to be co-hosting the show with the author of the book known as Monsterland, Ronnie LeBlanc. Thanks, Maddie. Well, you said it. We're practically next door to the Lemister State Forest, a place that's had decades-long list of strange phenomena, including UFOs, paranormal activity, Bigfoot, strange sightings, occult, and military activity. Absolutely. And Ronnie, on the Monsterland podcast, we'll be joined by a murderer's row of experts from all over the world to finally figure out if these claims belong in the myth or Monsterland Files. So make sure you listen, binge, and believe as each chapter of our mysterious journey unfolds. You can find the Monsterland Podcast on pod617.com, the mighty pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Join the passionate fans who we're already hearing from. See you soon in Monsterland.